Okay, everyone, this is the story of when someone called me an asshole. Welcome to So Taco. Two side hustles in a microphone. With So Bonita and Taco Gear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, so thanks again for tuning in to another episode of So Taco. This is just Gerald today. These are the little bonus nugget episodes that we're throwing in. At the end of season two, a wonderful season two. So thank you all for listening. And we're going to throw in a handful of these until season three launches, which is going to be at the end of January. First of all, I hope everyone had a great Christmas. I don't want to dive too deep into the small talk. So let's get to it. In this episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a story that just happened of a restaurant owner that called me an asshole through text messages. It's a pretty funny story to me. Uh, it's not that upsetting. And then we're going to talk about <laughs> we're going to talk about a tip of um, something I can pass along to you guys as side hustlers. Uh, this tip is going to be, in my opinion, probably one of the most underused things that people can do as a small business or side hustler or brand or anyone who sells anything in person or online. So we'll get to that in just a minute. All right, let's talk about. Oh, and by the way, it's just me. Elena is actually in the other room super busy working on something so she's going to sit this one out but she'll be back next week we're going to record all these nuggets together i keep calling them nuggets i don't know why but we're going to record them all together and then release them each week as we promised to you guys all right so on to this story i'm going to try and keep i'm going to try and give you plenty of details so you can understand how this happened and how this person called me an asshole which is pretty funny <clears throat> but I'm going to do a good job of not naming who they are. And I guess in a way it's kind of to remain a little bit professional, even though I am telling you the story now. But the reason I think that it's okay for me to tell this story is number one, it's our podcast. We can say whatever we want. I think one of the things that we love about this podcast is that we get to control the narrative. And if this restaurant owner, if I ever saw them in person, I would, I would tell them the same thing. I would, there's, there's, there's not, I wouldn't hide any, anything from them. It's, it's comical in my opinion. So here's where it's at. All right. I, uh, I recently, you guys know I'm a huge taco fan, taco lover, and I've been granted the, um, the title of taco, whatever you want to call it. Not necessarily expert, but the taco guy. So there's different publications that, um, not too often that will get an opinion from me. And one most recently, which I was pretty proud of was, um, a local publication, a local magazine. I've talked about it in previous podcasts, but I'm not going to mention it in this one. Um, there's not very many in the city of Corpus Christi, so you could probably figure it out. They were doing a taco, not necessarily like the best of taco article. They were talking about just different kinds of tacos that you can get in the city. So I met with one of the writers early on, and we kind of like came up with this list of, okay, Let's talk about these different types of tacos and where you could get them. Let's come up with like a good breakfast taco, a good barbacoa taco. Who has a really good tortilla? Who's doing like something really creative? Different things like that. So that was kind of how the article was geared towards. The article, they did a really good job of writing it. Some photography was taken. It's beautiful. And I had some editor notes in. I didn't write the article at all but I had some taco editor notes as an expert and they would put like little snippets of 
things I was saying about that taco or about that place that they were talking about in general. And um, it, it was great. It was great. I loved it. I'm so happy to have been a part of it. <clears throat> so here comes here comes the uh, the criticism or here comes why someone called me an asshole. So to kind of take you back a little bit more, um, those of you who've been listening to this podcast for a while know that I do, uh, my full-time job is I'm the creative director at a web development agency. Well, I've been doing that at this company for about three years. Early on when I first started, there was a website that we uh, built. We built a website for a company that, uh, that called me and I, I funneled it to the, the company that I work for. They had used me to design a label for a product that they had. It was the first time I ever designed anything for this specific person. This is a restaurant here in Corpus Christi that's kind of known for, you know how every city has like the one, there's like one restaurant that's been around for a very long time and a lot of people go there and it's almost kind of like a staple of that city. Well, that's that's the equivalent of that of what this restaurant is here in Corpus Christi. So <clears throat> anyway, we did a website for him three years ago, ish. We did another little project for him, and that was that was it. But they've never approached us again for anything else. Uh, the website's sustained itself; it's been fine. They're hosting it with another provider, so they're not hosting it with us. So we don't really have anything to do with that website. Once in a while, in this three years, maybe like two times, we've gotten a message: "Hey, can you change this price on our menu?" Sure, no problem. So we did that. That's about all the interaction I've had. I've even seen the owner of this restaurant. Um, and by the way, this might give more things away. This restaurant, decades ago, wonderful restaurant, wonderful food. It's not a horrible restaurant in, right now, but the quality has changed, in my opinion, and the opinion of a lot of other people. But it's not anything people talk shit about. No one talks shit about this place because it's, you know, it is a staple. Now, it's been passed along to a different generation of the same family. So things are changing a little bit and they have changed and some people notice and some people don't. They're always going to have loyalty from the people that just turn a blind eye to something that may taste different. Or sometimes people don't even notice the food tastes different. Anyway, I'm digressing a little bit. So, (laughs) um, the article came out. It was great. Loved it. Well, I get a text message, not an email, which is the way we like to communicate with our clients at the place that I work, I get a text message. Hey, Gerald. Uh, good morning. It was like the, it was like the, it was such a positive, like happy, like, good morning, Gerald. Um, I would like, could I get the passwords, the username and passwords to my website and app? There was an app that we did for him a long, them a long time ago, but they didn't use it as it was intended. So it didn't really, it served no purpose. We removed it from the app store. So he asked for the login information to his website uh, and also his app. So I took I took a moment to explain the process. Like, sure, I can give you your own login to your website, but we don't manage it. So, like, I'll give it to you and then you're kind of on your own. Like, I'll help you out. And uh, then I had to explain a little bit about the app and how that works. So I, all I said was, sure, no problem. I think I said good morning back. No problem. If you could explain this, if you could explain to me what you're trying to do, I can, I can kind of work out what kind of access to give you. I was getting a little technical with the dude, right? And he responds with, I just need to be able to control everything myself. 
And I said, all right, that's cool. No problem. We haven't heard from him so long. I figured like, all right, he wants to make some changes or he doesn't want to pay our hourly rates when we're making changes to his website. So he wants, he wants access, not a big deal. So we give him that. So I, I, I basically set it, we set him up with access and I email it to him and then I text him and I said, I kind of want I'm going to pull up my, <laughs> I'm going to pull up my phone and read it verbatim so you guys can see it. So I text him. Actually, I called him to tell him that everything was like good to go. He did not, he like ignored the call, but it was one of those ignores with like a message. So it was like the canned, like, sorry, I can't talk right now. And then I just, I (laughs) responded through text message. Done. Uh, I sent you the credentials for the website. And then his response immediately, even though he couldn't talk right now, his response was, got, got, thank you. He didn't even say got it. Got, thank you, comma, congrats on your article in the I'm leaving the name of the magazine out in this thing, in this podcast right now. But congratulations. Congrats on your article in the bleep dot, dot, dot. And at that point, I was like, oh, okay, okay, I get it. Are you like, are you upset that like you were not mentioned in this article? Is that where this conversation's going? That's what I was thinking. So I waited. I waited like, a, like about a minute and I was like, huh. I'll bet you that's where this dude's going. And to kind of give you an idea of this guy, and again, I will tell him this to his face, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I want you guys as an audience to know the shit that we deal with, but I'm dealing with this with a smile and a grain of salt because I think it's funny that a grown man can get this upset or get this catty or get this just whatever. It's just it's weird. So to give you an idea about this person, Look, I grew up hunting with my dad. My dad was a hunter. My uncles were hunters. They hunt for food to eat and all that stuff. Deer, we had deer chili, tamales, all that great stuff, right? Um, This dude goes and he shoots bears. He spends a lot of money and goes and shoots big old bears. So you can disagree with me how you want to on big game hunting like that. I just don't fucking get it. Um, But that's the kind of guy this that's the kind of guy this guy is. Um, he also dates women that are like mm, a third his age. So there's a little bit of shade I'm throwing there. But again, I'm not saying anything I wouldn't say to this person. So I waited and I was like, oh, that's where he's going. Okay. He's upset. I know he's upset. So I just responded with, thank you, exclamation point. Three minutes later, he said, unfortunate, comma, we weren't mentioned in your article. And I'm just like, aha, I knew it. I knew he was upset about it. So in my in my head, I'm like, this dude just wanted to make sure that I gave him the credentials and the access to everything so I couldn't screw him over. And just so you know, I am not that type of person, and neither is the company I would work for. We would never we would never mess with anyone's business. We would never do anything malicious to anyone. Um, he could talk so bad about me in person and uh, in online, and it doesn't matter what it is. I would still not do anything to hurt his business. Um, so, so, um, now I guess, I guess one could argue that this conversation that I'm telling you guys right now could hurt his business, but I, I think he's fine. Plus not that many people listen to this podcast. Actually a good amount of people listen to this podcast. (laughs) Anyway, so here's what he said. So I said, so he said, unfortunate, unfortunate, we weren't mentioned in your article. So I waited a little while. I think I waited like 10 minutes and I was like, all right, let me figure out how to draft this text message to him so he doesn't get upset because at this point 
I was laughing in my head like, I can't believe this dude's upset about this. I really can't believe he's being this catty. But I also wanted to say, let me just kind of put him at ease. So he, he doesn't get upset. So he feels a little better about himself because obviously he's pissed off when I struck some chord somewhere. So I said, yeah, it was a short list of specialty items the team worked slashed voted on. And essentially, that's exactly what it was. There was different things that we were featuring. This restaurant, in my opinion, and probably in the opinion of a lot of people, isn't exactly known for the things that we were we were talking about. And just because a restaurant's been around for decades doesn't mean that it specializes or has the authority to specialize in the things that we were talking about. That's my opinion. That we were talking about in the article is what I mean. So I said that. Yeah, it was a short list of specialty items the team worked slash voted on. His response. Yeah, I have a lot of specialty items too. I know for a fact that my tacos with love are a lot better than those others. Dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, all right. So at this point, I'm like, this is one of those dudes. Because every exchange I've ever had with the, this guy in person and even through emails or texts or on the phone have been completely cordial. I never, I've never seen this side of him before. So I'm trying to treat it. Uh, as professional as I can. And also, I'm trying to like, all right, how do I just end this? Because obviously this dude's not going to get, you're, you You just can't win an argument. And I'm not even arguing with him at this point. I'm just trying to give him some explanations that can calm him down or put him at ease. And even these aren't working apparently. So in my head, I'm like, you know what? I could either continue to try and explain this or let me just, let me just, you know what? Let's just go simple. So after that thing, after he said, yeah, I have a lot of specialty items too. I know for a fact that my tacos with love are a lot better than those others. They're not, by the way. Uh, That's me saying they're not, by the way. (laughs) So I responded with a simple, okay, period. That's it. That's it. Okay, period. He can take that as he wants. Maybe it made him more mad. I have no idea. Then he responds with, you know that uh, the emoji, the hand gesture uh, where you make a circle with your thumb and your first finger and then you stick your other three fingers up in the air it's kind of like a okay kind of gesture with the hand you guys know what i'm talking about but a yellow one and you guys know that on the hand gesture emojis you can change the color of the of the hand of the skin tone just by holding on it so i responded with what i i post this a lot like a lot in in a lot of my responses i do like the surfs up hand with the pinky and the thumb out and a taco but my hand is more brown. So I, I responded with the brown surfs up kind of finger and thumb gesture uh, and a taco. And then he replied, he replied with, uh, and this was 12, 11 minutes later. He replied with a chicken head and an eyeball emoji. Two emojis. I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> I was asking all the guys at work. And, and and I was asking, like, what does that mean? We were asking some of our younger interns. Like, I'm like, what does a chicken head and an eyeball mean? I went to Urban Dictionary. Apparently, it's on there. But I went to Urban Dictionary, and I was looking up chicken head and eyeball. That's what I, that's what I remember typing, and I don't remember getting any kind of, <laughs> any kind of uh, response. So apparently, I, I told this story. Um, so, okay. So here, here we're, we're done with this text message conversation. Pretty much. He sent that I waited 10 minutes after doing like some recon to figure out what the fuck he was talking about. And I could not figure out what it was. So I'm, I, I wanted, I mean, if, if I wanted to troll the dude, I would have been like, are you making chicken tacos now? Like, or, or, I mean, if I really wanted to be ugly, there's a lot of other stuff I could have said, but I, I didn't. So 
I responded with, yeah, no idea what that means. That's all I said. And he never responded again after that. So (laughs) it wasn't until I told this story to some friends of ours and when I got to the chicken head and the eyeball, I remember they were they they their jaws dropped and they were like, "He chicken eyed you!" And I was like, "Are y'all fucking with me?" Because I I didn't know if they were kidding. <laughs> like, like I I didn't know if they were messing with me. I didn't know if truly they didn't know what a chicken eye meant either, and they were just being dramatic. But apparently, if you just look under UrbanDictionary.com, if you just put chicken and eye, just that. Because I was putting chicken head eyeball. If you put chicken and eye, it, it the description is basically like he was calling me an asshole, which um I didn't I didn't learn of that till like a week later. I think it was a week or even more after we talked to our friends, and I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world that this grown man. I'm 35. This guy's way older than me. I thought it was hilarious that he called me that through a text message, through emojis. It was funny. So anyway, yeah, I got, I got a, I guess somebody got mad at me because they weren't mentioned in a taco article and Jesus Christ, is the world going to end? No, it's not. Just calm down. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that story. <laughs> it went a little longer than I wanted it to, but that's what happens when Elena's not in here to kind of keep me on time. So <laughs> the other thing I'm going to leave you guys with is I did, we did promise to tell you a story and leave you like a tip. For side hustlers. So here's the thing. I'm going to keep it as simple as I can, you guys. We've said it in other podcasts before, but I want you guys to realize that um, if you're selling any products or if you're selling online or in person, you need to be collecting emails. Hopefully you're doing that. And even if you start with five or 10, or it doesn't matter how many emails you start with, just start. Like we say, you have to start somewhere. What do I want you to do with those emails? I want you to, to reach out to those customers from time to time. It doesn't mean you always have to sell them something. You need to put those emails in some sort of third-party database. And what I mean by that is MailChimp.com or ConstantContact.com. There's free There's free options that they both have, I believe. We use MailChimp. I would say use MailChimp. It's a lot easier. You can upload your email list there. Step-by-step guide. You don't have to be super techie. You upload your emails. And then now that they're in there, you can add more to them as you get them. Um... Not to go off here, if you use like Shopify or another e-commerce platform, which is what we guys use, we, we use for our websites, you can connect them automatically and drop emails in there all the time. But what, here's what I want you to do. I want you to realize how valuable emailing your customers can be from time to time. It doesn't mean, like I said, you have to sell them something, but it's good for them to hear from you once in a while. I am guilty of not sending enough emails that are not necessarily sales related. So at the beginning of the year, I'm going to send out another email to all the, all the people that have ever bought from Taco Gear that we have in an, in an email database or people that have signed up for our newsletters. I'm going to thank them for a wonderful 2018, even though everyone does that at the end of this year, but I'm going to thank them in January for a wonderful 2018 and kind of give them a little, a little bit of direction of where we're going for 2019. But... Again, guys, another reason why these emails are super important to send out is because here's one example. And I was talking to a friend of mine about this earlier today. Elena and I, we release new designs, new shirts, and we email, you know, we emailed the whole database. Hey, this new shirt came out, check it out. But then we'll get orders from like older designs and older shirts from people who have purchased before. So 
What does that tell us? It doesn't necessarily mean they didn't like that shirt that came out. It just meant that they were like, oh, yeah, taco gear. Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to order something or I should probably get something for so and so. Oh, you know what? Like I can get this from. Oh, so bonita. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've been wanting to. So what I'm saying is like we you got to remind your customers that you exist. You can't automatically think that they always have you on their minds. They don't. There's so much more going on in the world, so much more going on in their Instagram, Facebook feeds. They're not always going to remember you. So that's what that email does. And if you use it correctly, it's another way for you to connect to your customers. Let them know what's going on with you. Send out something every like once a month. Um, something I'm going to do in 2019 is every month I'm going to send out like a list of maybe three or five things that I'm currently digging. I'm not going to use that word because um, I'm inspired by a brand that I follow called Ugmonk, U-G-M-O-N-K. Beautiful, beautifully designed, sim- simple stuff. And the dude sends out like an email once a month five things I'm digging and he'll send out like the five things could be like the Spotify playlist, this movie that I watched, this beautiful piece of furniture designed by so-and-so this wonderful bed and breakfast, like whatever it is that, that makes sense for him and the audience that he's talking to. So I want to do something like that too, but I kind of want it to be like a little informative. Oh, here's another, here's a monthly email from taco gear, or here's a monthly email from so bonita outside of stuff that they're selling to me. There's a lot of value in that guys. You need to you need to be using emails, collecting emails, and marketing to your email database. There's a whole lot more we can go into on that topic, but we're not. So I know that the year is ending and I know that I know that the new year is starting and there's a lot of goals that you might have, but this one is so simple if you're not doing it already. And if you don't do it this year, you're gonna be pissed off in twenty twenty when <laughs> a whole another year went by and you didn't do it. And the last thing I'll tell you about emails and why you should be collecting them is because no one can take them away from you unless obviously, unless they unsubscribe, but think about it now in a day of Facebook and in a day of Instagram where you have to pay to be seen mostly, or you have to become viral in order to be seen. Um, you don't have to do that with emails. You just, you're pretty much in control. So it's a, da- it's, it's a, it's a source that you can always market to for free for the most part. So treat them nice. Treat your email subscribers nice. That's all I have. If you guys have any questions, you can uh, reach out to us on Instagram at SoTaco. My name is Gerald with Taco Gear, and I'm sitting in today for Elena with So Bonita. And she's going to be back next week telling one of her stories and giving one of her tips And her episode will probably be a little shorter. This one's almost 23 minutes. Anyway, (laughs) thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a badass New Year's Eve and a kick-ass 2019. We appreciate you guys very much. I will talk to you in the next podcast. Bye, everyone. (laughs) 